This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotatoNetwork.com. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. Fragile! It must be Italian. We've got you covered with everything from Marvel to Star Wars. I wouldn't worry about Chewbacca. I know him and he hasn't missed a life day yet, right? Classic films, trivia games, and beyond. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. Where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. Ow! Solomon Nutcracker! Who ever heard of a skinny Santa? Eat! Eat! Now, on with the show. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a Happy New Year. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. I'm Mr. Icicle. I'm Mr. Ten Below. Friends call me Snow Miser. Whatever I touch turns to snow in my clutch. <laughs> I'm too much. I'm Mr. Green Christmas. I'm Mr. Sun. I'm Mr. Heat Blister. I'm Mr. 101. Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast, the show that reminds you that everyone can be a sword swallower at least once. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Sean Ray, and I'm the podcaster that knows that DuckTales is two words. Whatever. (laughs) Sitting across the virtual table from me is Mr. John Irons. How's it going, sir? I didn't make it up, man. Just look at it. There's no space. (laughs) It's a title. That's because it's a title. (laughs) There's no space between the words that makes it one word. Tales, not (laughs) DuckTales. Yeah, it is DuckTales. One word. And also joining us here in the historic Cosmic Potato Studio is the co-host of Wait You've Never Seen, Virginia. How's it going? I'm Team John on this one. You're wrong. (laughs) Hey. That's the rules. That's the hill on which I choose to die. And and, uh, joining us from the Infinite Diversity Network, we have Rick. How's it going, sir? Did you know that a corollary to what you said is that every machine is a smoke machine if you use it wrong enough? That is true. That is true. (laughs) Just grind some gears, see what happens. So tonight is our final episode of 2019, and it's also our Christmas episode. And every year we try to find something different to do. Like a couple years ago, we did the Gremlins commentary, uh, things like that. So this year, we're going to play a Christmas-themed version of Sci-Fighters. I invited Joe to join us. Uh, he's going to try to join us before the end of the show. 
hopefully. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to pit some characters from famous Christmas movies and specials against one another and find out who comes out on top. But before we do that, I want to take a moment and let all of us give our one TV or movie-centered Christmas wish. Virginia, what is your Christmas wish? I wish that um, Star Trek, Nemesis, and Into Darkness did not exist. <laughs> it's harsh. That Sorry. is harsh. That is we, harsh. Don't, we don't get an on-screen wedding between Riker and Troy, but I don't care. That can happen <laughs> off-screen. I'm with, I'm with Virginia on this one. I, I yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate Nemesis. I don't hate Into Darkness, but you know it's my least favorite of those three movies. But I don't hate Nemesis. I watched it recently. If, if Nemesis wasn't a Star Trek film, it would not be a bad movie. But as a Star Trek film, it's dire. Okay. Well, what is your Christmas wish, Rick? Mine. My Christmas wish is that having now released. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate unto the world that everyone will see that there is absolutely no chance of ever making a sequel better than that one and let's just let it go. So good. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, but I think I think it showed that even a well done Terminator sequel really just doesn't do anything more for the story. Let's just let it go. <laughs> let it go. Walk away. Let it go. <laughs> All right. Uh. I don't think you're going to get that wish. I think they're going to make Terminator movies until uh, they're going to keep Arnold alive, <laughs> just keeping his head and his spine in a jar, and they're going to keep making Terminator movies. They'll CGI the rest of his body. Uh, John, what about you? What's your Christmas wish? I had a few. Um, I didn't know we were supposed to do just one. I'm just going to do one. Um, oh, I can come up with more. I want... Um, I want Jordan Peele in um, 2020 to make a greater variety of Twilight Zone episodes. They've all been horror. They've all been creepy. But Twilight Zone wasn't like that. Like, Twilight Zone was a mix. It was some of them were funny. Some of them were, like, thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Some of them were silly. You know, some of them were – he did, like, one kind of sci-fi one-ish but for the most part, they're horror. And yeah, the Twilight Zone is known for that. But it, one of the reasons I love the Twilight Zone is because you never knew what you were going to get. So I'm, my wish is that uh, Jordan Peele makes uh, more different kinds of Twilight Zones. Okay. Yeah. I can I can I can get on board with that. I can get on board with that. I don't know how. I mean, I know Jordan Peele is kind of creative behind the Twilight. I don't know how much. Insight yeah, he has into I making like all those. Episode, yeah, I don't think he I'm, did. I'm sure he. I'm sure if he says, you know, I kind of want to take it in this direction, like it's his show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wish that when the Rise of Skywalker comes out later this month, that people won't whine about it. <laughs> and uh, and they'll just go see it. And either like it or don't like it, but don't write diatribes on Facebook about all the terrible things that they've done with the franchise. You know, that was actually the first thing I thought of, but I'm like, that's just too ridiculous. I'm not even going to waste my wish on that. On that same I note, 
My wish is more realistic than your wish, honestly. <laughs> you're, wish, you're wishing that movies that have already been made to just not exist anymore. That's what I'm saying. That's more likely than people not whining about Star Wars. My other, are already whining about it and it hasn't come out yet. Yeah, I know. And my other, my other wish would be that the people that were hating on Star Trek Discovery when it started before season one and all the way in through the last season – that they'll just finally realize that the show is successful and they'll just go away. <laughs> I have another wish. All right, go ahead. I wish that someone at Disney had actually realized the gold mine they had in Baby Yoda and there would be Yoda to Baby Yoda toys out before freaking May. You know, there was a reason behind that. Um, well, th- I know there was a reason they didn't put them out before The Mandalorian started. But as soon as that first episode aired, they should have had tons of those things on the shelves because we'd have 50 of them in the house by now. Yeah, they didn't want all the, all the toy companies to have them at the shows and everything for the – this is our fall line. This is our winter line and all that and have Baby Yoda and uh, and ruin the surprise for the show. So, Virginia, do you have another one? Um, let me think. She's going to wish that Star Trek V didn't exist. I like Star Trek Five sometimes. <laughs> I like Star- I like all of the Star Trek movies except for those two, just in different moods. Like I want to watch the motion picture when I'm sick at home and hopped up on cold medicine, because it doesn't matter if I you know fall asleep because it's a boring storyline. But then you get the trippy visual effects that mix with your day quill. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know the good thing that Star Trek Five did was limit Shatner to one movie. Yeah. That's true. John, do you have any more? I know you have another one. I do, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, tell us. Tell us. We want to know. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, I have two more. Um, I found out, I guess, yesterday that Marvel stopped, like, shut down its TV production. Basically, any shows that... <clears throat> excuse me. Any shows that aren't already in production aren't getting made in the foreseeable future. Is anything um, still in production? Um, I mean, the stuff for Disney plus that, you know, like that's basically as tied to the MCU. Oh, okay. Uh, but I think that's it. Like agents of shield is done filming. And that'll like yeah. this last season will be next oh, okay. season. And, um, let's see. Cloak and dagger. I think is done. Runaways is done. Not done as in they completed their stories, but like they're not gonna make any more. They're not. Yeah. They're not gonna make any more. Like Runner Race, I think is this upcoming season is the last season, and I don't think Cloak and Dagger is coming back. I but I think heard of Cloak I, and Dagger. It's actually really good. Mm. Um, I so think on, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I think it's on Disney Plus. Uh, Runaway is on Disney Plus. Cloak and Dagger, I think, is on. Well, I don't know. The first season might be on Disney Plus. Yeah. Is is but Runaways any good? Because my my wife loves the comics, but I didn't even know the show finally came out. I just knew it was in the works. Um, <clears throat> I I think I might have read like one issue of the comics. The show the show's pretty good. It's not great, but there's nothing wrong with it. Like it's not like it's a bad show. It's just uh, it kind of takes a while to get going, and there's a lot of. I mean, they're all teenagers, so you know, it's a show about teenagers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, but it's, not, it's it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So what's the uh, wi- what's the wish that goes along with that? 
Um, no, just that I, I just want. Marvel oh, you you want him to come back? Okay. Yeah, and the other one is that uh, in Aquaman two, I want there to be a joke about him like doing the wave or starting the wave or waving. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna. Did do, y'all hear that they they finally put a uh, a production a release date for the Flash? Yeah, 2021. Oh, the movie? 2021, I think, is what... uh, Yeah, the year is all I saw. Just 2021. Yeah, it's early in in 2021. uh, So they're not even banking on a summer release or anything like that? No, I think think DC's confidence in their their films is is, uh, non-existent right now. (laughs) And justifiably so. All right, so... Here's the story. Santa was, spend- Santa was spending a quiet I, I, night at home. Mouth, I didn't even say it because I knew what I was going to say. <laughs> Santa was spending a quiet evening at home playing a game of bridge with Mrs. Claus and their friends Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy. Santa made a comment that he and his wife were planning to go to the movies this weekend to see a Christmas movie. Easter Bunny said that he didn't want to go because he only liked movies that were animated or had lots of magical creatures. Santa disagreed because he thought that Christmas movies with live human characters were the best. This started a heated argument between the two that was fueled by large amounts of eggnog that they had both consumed. Mrs. Claus suggested that they end the argument so they could get back to playing bridge. So Santa came up with a plan. He wiggled his nose and a thunderdome appeared at the North Pole. He said that he would conjure the human characters from some of his favorite Christmas movies. Easter Bunny could bring in any creature or animated character that he wanted, and they would all battle each other, armed only with the items that they are best known for possessing in their respective films or specials. If the champion is a human, then Santa will get to replace all of the eggs on Easter with candy canes. If the champion is a creature or a cartoon, then Easter Bunny will get to leave hard-boiled eggs in all of the stockings this Christmas. One by one, the combatants were dropped into the arena as all of the elves gathered to watch. And this is how it went. Okay, so what we're going to do is I'm going to announce the combatants for each heat. And then we'll all kind of go around the circle and uh, tell who we think would win in that fight and why. And we'll take a vote. And then that person, creature, or animated character will move on to the next round. I've got many more rounds like set up to go other than what we'll actually do because if we do all these we'll be here all night i ask a, a question before we get started because this almost always comes up okay and then we never we never it is magic a factor if the character is known for using magic then they can use magic okay. they use is that whatever they do in the show or movie or whatever that they're in they can do that here okay I just know we frequently had, oh, well, so-and-so would squash so-and-so. Yeah, but so-and-so has magic, so they yeah. mean everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, yeah, if they if they have the magic power of laser beams coming out of their eyes, then they can shoot laser beams out of their eyes or whatever. Okay. okay. All right. Round uh-huh. one. This will be just a, this will be a, a basic one. Okay, so for round one. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge from whichever version of A Christmas Carol that you want to pull him from. I I like to think it's the Patrick Stewart version. Hold on, Joe Joe is ready. Let me pull Joe in. Joe, just I in time, Joe. Mr. Magoo version. Just in time, Joe. Oh 
Magoo, you've done it again. Yeah, you Mr. kids even know Joe about Mark. Mr. Magoo? Oh, yeah, I know Mr. I Magoo. Yes. <laughs> I've seen the Mr. Magoo uh, Christmas special. Joey, you yeah. there? Yes. Hey, you're just in time. We're actually just starting the uh, the actual game. Hi, Perfect. Joe. We can see Hello. right up your nose. <laughs> there you are. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Nice all right, story. so um, all right, let's, let, let's let's start again. So Ebenezer Scrooge, and like I said, I like to think of the the Patrick Stewart version of Ebenezer Scrooge, but you can think has of any version that you want. To. That, that we can see, Have, has he has he been in a movie or TV doing Scrooge? Yeah, he did, he did a a TV Patrick Stewart. Oh, he yeah. did a, a TV version of uh, Christmas Carol about ten years ago. Something how, like how that. Did I never see that. I need because he. I just read an article where he's he's doing his one man show. He's doing two performances of it. Yeah, as yeah. As a benefit uh, up in up in New York, um, and uh, and I was like, I really want to see him do that. Um, I, I need to track that down. I saw a a, a funny uh, story online. And this is a, a little off color, off color, but um, <laughs> said oh, they yes. went they went to I need see. Some pearls. They went to see Patrick Stewart's uh, one-man show of A Christmas Carol, and they were sitting in like the third or fourth row or something like that. And there's a scene where uh, Patrick Stewart is wearing like a bathrobe, and he sits down on a stool and does this long soliloquy or you know a long monologue or something like that. And he said, and the whole time I was watching, I was like, I can see Patrick Stewart's balls. <laughs> it's like oh why my. why was he not wearing pants <laughs> he's on stage <laughs> okay so ebenezer scrooge versus buddy the elf from elf uh who do you think would win in that fight joe God's... buddy the elf has the power of positivity he does ebenezer scrooge is awful <laughs> And uh, um, is the uh, um, we for the majority of his existence, he's a terrible person. And Buddy is going to teach him lessons and really irritate him. Uh, so I'm going with, and plus Scrooge was all flummoxed by three ghosts who <laughs> were supernatural beings, and Buddy certainly is. Likewise, a supernatural being, and he's a little more pumped up and a little more excited than than your average uh, ghost of past, present, or future. So I'm saying, Buddy wins this, but Buddy wins him over. Maybe instead of having to be visited by three ghosts, like ten minutes with Buddy, and you're like, Yeah, okay, fine, I like Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He he would just annoying him, annoy him until he goes crazy or something. Uh, Rick, what do you think? I think Scrooge would beat Buddy to death after crushing his soul with so much invective and negativity and insults and just absolutely demean, belittle, and crush Buddy until he's just whimpering on the ground. And then Scrooge would take his platinum-tipped cane and beat the living out of him. <laughs> Rick, Until not, Buddy is a candy cane-shaped bloody smear on the ground. Rick's not really a uh, Will Ferrell fan. 
<laughs> I was going to say bah humbug, but then we're talking literally about Scrooge. So yeah. also, I, I, this is very on brand for him. Now, I have never seen Elf. And we're going to encounter that a lot tonight, I think, of I have never seen this movie. But am I am I not mistaken that Buddy is not an elf? He is a human who was raised by elves, so he is not a supernatural creature. Yeah, he's That's a, my understanding as well. Yeah, he's a human. He's a human being. He was a baby that was uh, that was found no by question. Santa. What I miss? Well, then I we're we're still we're doing still round on one. The first one. Yeah. I, I still stand by my original <laughs> premise. So. Okay. okay, Buddy versus who? Ebenezer Scrooge. In a fight? Yeah. Yes. Joe, Buddy. Joe thinks <laughs> Buddy would win Scrooge over. I think Scrooge would absolutely demolish Buddy. You're incorrect. <laughs> uh, allow me. You, you said you've never seen it, so you never saw the snowball fight. Oh, yeah. That's correct. I didn't, yeah, I didn't even think about that. So, he, yeah, he, he would. He Buddy, would. while he is not a magical creature, he does uh, <laughs> at times – in, in the right um, holiday scenarios, exhibit almost superhuman abilities. For instance, the ability to manufacture and um, launch hundreds of snowballs within a matter of seconds. Yeah. With with, with sniper accuracy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With sniper accuracy. Yes. So. But you see, you didn't you didn't hear my my reasoning, which was Scrooge would utterly crush Buddy's soul first. With invective and insults, and I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if you could because he does not. He's he is he is. If if you've ever seen Elf, then you know that basically, cheerful. Buddy's Buddy's father was Ebenezer Scrooge in <laughs> in, in, in in many ways. Very you know, true. So Virginia, what about you? What do you think? Well, um, one concern I have here is when you, you take Buddy from the North Pole to 21st century America, he's already a fish out of water. You take Buddy to 19th century England, like, is he really going to have an advantage there? Obviously, let's say he's he can find Scrooge, clearly. No, the fight the fight is taking well, no, place no, no. in they're the both, Thunderdome at the, at the North the Pole. Yeah, they're in oh, the arena at the North Pole. okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking they meet each other on their home turf or something. Nuh-uh. But then Scrooge is <laughs> out of the North Pole. I don't know. Yeah. Um... That I don't remember the snowball fight, so I can't speak to that. I'm kind of with Rick on the beating the beating into death with a cane. That would probably happen. Okay, guys. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going with Elf. So so it's uh so Buddy moves on to the next round. Yeah. <laughs> like can All we right. can we can we defer to the people who've seen the film? And <laughs> It. I just don't remember that part. All right. The next uh, human being round. Joe, you weren't here when I announced how this works. Is Santa Santa and the Easter Bunny are uh, they they have a, they have a bet they have a bet and uh, Santa thinks that the best Christmas movies are uh, human characters and the, but Easter Bunny thinks that the best Christmas movies use characters uh, like creatures and animated characters. So they're each summoning their favorites and they're fighting each other. So on the, on the human side, we have another, uh, let's see, let's go with, uh, Ernest P. Whirl from Ernest Saves Christmas <laughs> versus Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation. Oh, hmm. 
Shitter's full. Dang it. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever seen Ernest Saves Christmas. What? I haven't either. You know who yeah, Ernest is. Uh, you've movies. seen. I, I know who, who Ernest are you is. People? You've seen. <laughs> I quit. You, you've seen you a a Ernest me. movie, right? I quit. I'm familiar with Ernest, yeah. Virginia, have you ever seen an Ernest movie? Any of them? I have not. No. Do you know who he is? I know who he is. I yeah, I'm familiar with like the movie franchise, but I've just never seen any of them. Ernest Goes let's to Camp was a uh, much better movie than it had any right to be. Let, let, let's uh, that that you're correct, but let's uh, I say let's defer to the. Um, wait, who is he even fighting again? He, he's fighting. Uh, he's fighting cousin, cousin Eddie, Eddie from Christmas Vacation. I gotta I gotta go with cousin Eddie just uh, for the, the the sentimentality of it. See, I feel like it's cousin Eddie, but it's not for sentimentality. He. he he seems like more. Um, He's gonna fight of, dirty. Yeah. Okay. Literally. Literally, exactly. I, th- I think. <laughs> yeah. I think they're both uh, like like good old boys, but uh, cousin Eddie is is more. Uh, he's the kind of good old boy like you wouldn't want to be around at night, like. <laughs> <laughs> like. You know, you know, he's got that. Like you would cross the street to get away from him because, like, he's not going. He's not going to lose a fight. He's not going to lose a fight. Um, he's got that grade age space age plastic, right? So if his if this right here gets dented, then his hair just ain't going to look right. Uh, this is the Jim Belushi character, right? <laughs> no, no, no. It was uh, uh, De- Dennis Quaid. Dennis. Qu- not, oh, okay. Not, no, Randy Quaid. Sorry, Randy Quaid. Quaid. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I get those two mixed up. All. Insane. I, yeah, I get those two mixed up a lot. All right. Granted, I have not seen Christmas Vacation. Um, oh, what? Uh, nor have I seen Ernest Saves Christmas, but I am familiar with Ernest. And my, I, and I, you know, I will defer to all y'all that have seen the two, but I, I just want to throw this out here. Ernest is kind of, kind of has wily coyote powers. Like shit happens to him all the time, and he survives it. Yeah. Whereas cousin That's Eddie, true. I think, is a real person who, you know, one good shot and he's down. He's not getting back up again. Didn't the sequel focus on Cousin Eddie, though? We don't talk about that. Well, I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't yeah, see it, it did. Christmas it did. Movies? Is that what we're talking about? I, I, I would say that you are correct, Rick. But <clears throat> if we're playing by the rules that we usually play by, uh, he just has to lose the fight. And you can be a cartoon character and still lose the fight. Yeah. He won't he won't get killed, but he'll lose the fight. Well I'm not yeah, we're not gonna kill any of these beloved it's Christmas, Christmas characters. We're not gonna kill anybody. <laughs> I wasn't suggesting. What if that's my Christmas wish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. So Rick Rick says Ernest. Uh, that, that's no, that's not what that's not what I'm saying. I'm just putting <laughs> it out there that that was an aspect of Ernest that hasn't been brought up yet because I, right. you know, having not seen either movie, I'm not going to take a side on this, but I'm just saying okay. Ernest is kind of the wily coyote of this fight. <laughs> okay, so let's take a vote. Do you want to vote? I haven't if it's seen a tie, Ernest, so I by default I go with Cousin Eddie. Okay, what'd you say, Rick? You said, it's I said a tie? If, if there's a tie, I will put a vote in, but. Okay. I don't have an opinion right now. All right, John. You're, you're, you're pointing at the screen. That doesn't help us. I'm pointing at you. I'm pointing yeah. at you, John. Uh, I, vote, I vote cousin. That's no, over here. 
<laughs> okay, so we got uh, two cousin Eddies. Uh, Joe. I'm cousin Eddie. All right, well then it's cousin Eddie. That's yeah. uh, three. All right. Also, Rick's assignment between now and the next time I appear on this podcast <laughs> is you have got to see Christmas Vacation. It'll no. be it'll be on twenty four times before between now and Christmas. So I don't have a good right now. A lot of times, movies like this are, you know, I, I haven't seen them on purpose. This one, I don't have a good reason for having not watched it. I just haven't exactly. seen it. I think it's on Netflix. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's it's not hard to find. I just never think to look for it. All right, let's move over uh, and do a let's do a let's do a creature. Let's do one from the creature side next. Uh, the Grinch from How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and we'll do the original uh, 1960s or 70s version. Uh, versus the Heat Miser from A Year Without a Santa Claus. <laughs> Point of order. Oh, you got it. You got him right there. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I'm Mr. Sun. Okay. I wanted Which to show of the that Grinch to Sharon, and it's not available anywhere. Really? Ah, even the little guy. It should. Look, I want to say it's on Netflix. Oh, I mean, it's, it's I want to say it's on YouTube. You could probably find it's it on, on it's on. There's yeah. a real oh. crappy version on YouTube where somebody put a camera in front of their TV, and that's uh, it. I think we have it. I think we. I think we. I think we rented it from Amazon. Did they you have, guys it's, ever? It's not available right now on Amazon. Of course, wow. as a uh, Christmas music expert, I'll see what I can do. Rick. Uh, I uh, I have the entire collection on DVD, but. I don't want you guys to treat me any different. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever see? This is just a, a, a side trivia. Did you ever see the live action version, Joe? I know you probably did. Good lord! Uh, yeah, got it. Thank you. They did a live action, action version, version that had the guy that I, I can't remember his name, but the guy that played Robin Williams' brother in Mrs. Doubtfire. You know, Harvey Firestein. There you go. He played he played Heat Miser in that in the oh, live that version. Is so- Perfect. And uh, John Goodman <laughs> he, he was, was Santa perfect. Claus. Yeah. Yeah. And th- it, they showed it one time about 15 years ago, and it's never been seen <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> and, uh, uh, question: Before we go on with this battle, does Heat okay. Miser have all his little bitty Heat Misers, or is it just him? Uh, I'm going to say that they're there. Okay. I'm going to say they're there. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so what do you think, uh, Virginia? What do you think, Heat Miser or the Grinch? Um, and the Grinch has his dog with him. What's his name? Max. Max. Yeah. Okay, this might sound silly, but if we're going kind of literally here, if the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes in one day, that Grinch would be a dead Grinch. He would be dying of a heart attack. Game over. Wow. Oh my God. I don't make the rules. <laughs> He's a cartoon. Um, Virginia, that, that, that was that was that was worthy of my darkness. I, I high five. That was as dark as the Scrooge <laughs> disemboweling bloody the elf. <laughs> Well, I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was on Team Rick there, so you see where my mind is. Come on. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's been a while since I saw the heat miser, so I assume he has heat powers so he could melt the Grinch's mountain. But see, I'm still thinking they're going to be in their own, their home turf, so I'm trying not to think of that. 
I don't know. Let me think some more. Y'all, y'all go around. Okay. All right, John. What about you? Uh, which version of uh, the Grinch is it? Did you say the original animated version? The original Hanna Barbera Grinch. Yeah. Okay. Um, one more question: they, they are summoned instantly, and they have to fight instantly, or do they have time to prepare? <laughs> I don't. What, whatever you think. <laughs> well, no, because, because the Grinch is very crafty. He can build stuff. So, like, if he knows he's fighting a fire guy, he can build some kind of. He's he, they they he's but had it, as long to he's had as long to prepare as these other two fights that took place. Okay. Um, as the heat miser would okay. win that fight. All right, Joe. What about you? Stationary clip. <laughs> This one's tough because the uh, the Grinch uh, is pure evil. However, he can be turned, as we witness in the story. The Heat Miser does not change. He's a force of nature and uh, constantly battling against his opposite number and also he has the little fire demons and those <laughs> things are disturbing so <laughs> i'm going with uh heat muscle all right rick what do you think i i agree uh the the grinch is more of a psionic creature he, nice he nice he uses persuasion and uh uh but he is not offensive in, in, I mean, he, he maybe stinks, but he's not. He, he doesn't have any real attacks other than persuasion, uh, maybe some limited telepathy. I don't know. He gets snuck up on all the time, so probably not. And he's laid low by little Cindy Lou Who. So he doesn't have a whole lot of offensive capability. All Heat Miser needs to do is grab him and third degree burns and he's dead. <laughs> all right. Well, Virginia, they saved you. So that's three votes. They've been yeah. this heat miser goes on to the next one. Okay, uh, another from the creature animated version side. We've got the Bumble from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> nice. If he the, wasn't in uh, here, I would have been upset. The abominable <laughs> snowman, and he is fighting Mala from the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> no. Oh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm with Virginia on this one. I gotta back out. I've actually never seen the holiday special, or at least I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it since I was a child. Virginia, that should so that should be on that should have been on your uh, Christmas list this year. <laughs> um, I don't know why, because they celebrate Life Day, not Christmas. <laughs> Thank it's you. The, it's the holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're backing out. So Rick, what do you what do you think? I, I well, first of all, Joe. Yes. You and I are maybe the only. I, I I may be making an assumption. We're, but I think you and I are the only ones who are old enough to actually remember watching the Christmas special when it aired. Yeah. 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 And uh, we probably you you may be just like I was because we were both still young enough to think, wow, that was really awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> well, me me and Sean have viewed it as adults in yeah. front of. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we did a and, we did a whole thing at that was Magic City Con. Yeah. So. <laughs> but uh, the the, the Namala is the mother, right? Yeah, it's Chewbacca's wife. Chewbacca's wife, right? Okay, so Wookiees are pretty badass. 
Um, is she is she a warrior as well? She almost bit off the head of her own child in the Christmas special. <laughs> she she snapped okay. at him, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> Speaking of biting, is the Bumble pre teeth or post teeth? Because remember, he gets his teeth pulled uh-huh. out by Herbie the dentist. That's correct. By the way, I don't know. I I haven't really thought about whether they need to be coming from the beginning of their story or the end of their story. Uh, let's say it's it's got to be the beginning because the Bumble's pretty pat, pretty docile by the end. Yeah, let's say it's the mean, it's the mean version. Wherever in the story makes a better fight, I think. Yeah, I think (laughs) I think it would be one hell of a dust up. I think this would be the most exciting battle of the of the the match so far but i think just by virtue of size and bounciness the bumble is just gonna end <laughs> up squishing mala uh, i i yeah yeah I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and agree with you I'll, I'll i'll do that too okay all right i'm gonna do one we're gonna do one more from each side and then we'll go on to round two all right, from, He's got a bumble handy. From the human, yeah, I bet he does. From the Joe, human, you are a force of nature, sir. Uh, actually, no, we're gonna do two more from each side. We'll do them quickly. Um, Kevin McAllister from Home Alone versus John McClane from Die Hard. I knew you were gonna. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's a tough. Again, one. does he have time to prepare? <laughs> No, I'm kidding. That John McClane is going to kill that child. <laughs> He's going to murder a child. <laughs> He's going to murder that little boy. I'm John not sure McClane that. walks barefoot because... over broken glass. I think he's got it. He's jumped off of an exploding building. <laughs> <laughs> I think the little paint can isn't going to do it. He's... Yeah. <laughs> like, I would like to think that 1,500 hit points. I would like to think that he wouldn't murder a child, but <laughs> he would. He would. He would, I, he would subdue him. Well, the, the whole point it. of this is... You would just choke him out. <laughs> as, as we have encountered <laughs> numerous times before in this game... Go to sleep, Go to sleep Kevin. Go to sleep. Everyone <laughs> has to fight. Because we, you know, we encounter this all the time, where you've got one character who is an absolute badass murder machine goes up against a total pacifist, but we're like, all right, they've got to fight. That's the whole point of the game. Yeah. So, McLean may... Yeah, he may not kill Kevin. He would not kill him. But... As we also agreed at the beginning, nobody's killing anyone. This is Christmas. He, so Kevin's going to wake up in the hospital. <laughs> he would be very pissed off by the time he got through Kevin's uh, playground. His, yeah. uh, but Kevin doesn't have his playground. They're in the Thunderdome. Yeah, but, you know, he's going he's gonna to put something together. They have everything that they would normally have in their respective movies. So he's now got he all of machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got all. He's got his paint cans. He's got his 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 little thing to put on the doorknob to make it really hot. You know, all that kind of stuff. Have you he's got his seen, his flamethrower. Have you all seen the, the the new YouTube channel? Would you survive this movie? There, uh, uh, there, there was a there's a science YouTube channel called Vsauce, and this is an offshoot from that. And they go they they take classic movies and see you know would you survive based on actual science of what they're doing would you survive and they do Home Alone and like those guys would have been dead or in hospital from everything Kevin did to them yeah they would have been dead before they got in the house yeah (laughs) and here's the only thing like Kevin's one attribute is he sets all these traps but as we know 
John McClane is a master of crawling through ductwork. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he, would, he would just avoid all the traps. Which is also it. impossible, but okay. Sure. All right, so John McClane moves on to the next round. Um, Frosty the Snowman. Almost, before, you, before you even started, I almost said I will give everyone here $1,000 if Sean did not include John McClane in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> Frosty the Snowman versus Jack Frost and it's the Jack Frost from the movie Jack Frost where Michael oh. Keaton becomes a snowman. Oh, oh that's not, not Rise of the Guardians? No. no yeah, no. Rise of the Guardians, man. Cuz that that's, that's the Jack one Frost. I know. Never seen that. Oh. How hot is <laughs> the thunder down? How hot is it? No. Nah. Nice. Nice. It's at the it's at the North Pole. That's Chris Pine. That Jack Frost. <laughs> Chris Pine. What, what was the what, it was Jack Frost versus who? Versus Frosty. Frosty the Snowman. Oh, see, I, I haven't seen the Jack Frost you're talking about, so I have, I have. Does, well, I mean, he's just he's a snowman. Powers? Huh? What? Does I Frost- mean, Fro- Frosty has. I mean, he's made of magic. Okay. <laughs> he's annoyingly chipper. That's great, but so yeah. Yeah. Is you, Jack- you knock he his hat off he and he's done. Done. Frosty versus Olaf. Yeah, if he if he if, knocks if, it because if, a, a Frozen if, is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Yeah, people. Excuse me. <laughs> there was a whole special where he walks around talk, celebrating everyone's holidays. That's a special. That's not the movie. Okay. Oh, um, so including Christmas specials because that's about half your list. That's not one of the ones that I picked. <laughs> uh, no, it's yeah, Jack Frost. He can summon wind. He'll knock the hat off. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this is all he has to do really is get the hat off of his head, and he just turns into a snowman. Actually, I want. Well, sorry, I, I keep going dark. I'm not gonna do that. But <laughs> say, oh, come on, come to the dark side, John. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. If Jack Frost were to reach into his chest and pull out his still beating heart, oh god, it wouldn't kill him because he still got the hat. It would just—he would just be confused. He doesn't have a beating heart. He's I know, but, but he would just pull out a snow. He pull out a snowball. It's a snowball, it's a snowball and it, 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 it crushes. <laughs> I would. What were you about to say, Joe? <laughs> I was going to say that um, Frosty the Snowman contains my favorite quote of any Christmas anything ever. When they go to town and the traffic cop <laughs> stops them from, or, you know, he blows his whistle as they're belly wafting through the town. After they leave, the snowman. I'm, I'm sorry. The traffic cop goes, silly snowman. Snowman. Once they come to life, they don't know nothing. <laughs> like he's so jaded. Like this happens to him all the time. Every year. Every year the snowmen are coming to life. I, I love how all of the cartoons from that time were like made in New York. And so they've all got these Brooklyn accents. Like have yeah. you ever seen Wizards? Ralph yeah. Bakshi's yeah. Uh, yeah. masterpiece, Wizards. And like. They, they they meet up with, with like these elves in the forest and they all have New York accents. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh okay, let's move on to round two. So Buddy the Elf versus the Heat Miser. Buddy is bacon. <laughs> I don't know about that. Again, right, Pete so, Miser, all, right, all he has to do is give Buddy a hug, because Buddy's all about hugs, yeah? But, but that's you are true. Yes. That's true. 
I don't know that he... Okay. So what are the relative sizes? How... Because... How, they're huge. I think I I got the impression the misers were huge. Misers are giants. Yeah. Are they, aren't they? Yeah, they're like twelve they? feet tall. They. Yeah. I no, think wait a minute. Big. Now, now, the snow miser was standing beside Mrs. Claus at one point, and he was not twelve feet tall compared yeah. to her. Okay. I thought they were. I thought they were. And I'm like, are they human size or are they puppet size? We're assuming that the. Hang on. I think he is ta- he is taller than her. He is taller than a human, but he's not like ginormous. I will he's admit not, it's not been a couple of decades since I've seen this the the show. So well, I, I've, I've got I can do a scientific comparison right here. <laughs> <laughs> so he's pretty big. Side by side. Right. He's pretty big. Oh, I, think, oh my God, I seem to recall. Yeah. The minions were like human size, and the misers were like. Maybe eight or ten feet tall. Okay, I don't I don't remember them being that big, but I, I can accept that. Um, I think Buddy will piss Heat Miser off because he's fast and he's wiry and he'll be bouncing around the room. And Heat Miser is not very quick, so he won't be able to get a beat on him. But eventually, he'll lose his shit. And just go Nova and just irradiate the room. <laughs> I think that I think that Buddy I think that Buddy <laughs> I think that Buddy has so much Christmas cheer just oozing out of him <laughs> that eventually he would just regenerate. He, eventually, Heat Miser would break down and they would end up singing "Baby It's Cold Outside" together. He would be like Christmas yeah. Wolverine. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> the heat miser would would roast him, and then he would just regenerate. Yeah, <laughs> he would feel bad about it. Sure, but uh, yeah, he's, I don't see Buddy winning this fight. Virginia, what about you? As much as I oh, wish, so who, whoever said Buddy is going in for the hug of death, I'm on that team. That's <laughs> okay. what's happening. All right, so that's heat miser going to the next round. Uh, okay. Next one is John McClane versus Jack Frost. How many pieces can Jack Frost be cut into before he dies? <laughs> yeah, I don't well, really recall Jack Frost. Like, I've, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Jack Frost Again. is a he's he, a snowman. He yeah, yeah. He's like he's like a a an, an undead. He he is like a, an an undead specter. And yeah, Jack, Jack Frost was a dam. he but was I mean, a human being. Jack McClane blow him away with his machine gun, and he's gonna chip into a million little ice cubes. And he's and like, uh, he's like coming back together like Terminator, and he's like yeah, using back together and, and turning like, back into a he giant snowman. Into one big ice cube. And he can become two or three uh, um, snowmen and. <laughs> Yeah, we don't know if he can do that. Is that true? He's an that. army of snowmen coming after. Him. I don't know. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He didn't do that in the movie, but I feel like that's. <laughs> I'm I'm making up powers for him now. <laughs> we have to go back to the original text. <laughs> Based on the, the clay tablets there. found in Mesopotamia three hundred yes, years ago. Yes, <laughs> Mesopotamia says that the Book of Frost, <laughs> starring Michael Keaton. <laughs> So what what were his powers then? Like what 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 skills are we working? Oh, I, I just remember he just he's just he's a snowman. 
and he can he can slide down a hill really fast. <laughs> That's useful. I remember him doing that. <laughs> so he's he's a snowman like he's got like three section body parts snowman. Yeah, like yeah. For arms, he's got he's got sticks for arms. He's got uh he's got like coal Does, for eyes. How did this happen to him? I, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole. Well, well, speaking of um, speaking of getting dark, yeah, it's it's his spirit went into a snowman that his son had built because his son made a Christmas wish that his dad would come back to life. See, and he said he came back to life That's as a right, snowman. That's reasonable. So, <clears throat> so he's indestructible. I mean, he's a snowman. Yeah, he's like he's like he's like Olaf. He can go to pieces and rearrange and be put, all that stuff. Yeah, because I think like his head fell off a couple of times in the movie and and things sure. like that. Yeah, sure. Could John McClane just take his head and his body and like put them in different parts of the arena and then he never gets back together? Well, see, because I think that they went. set up in the movie that he he basically become he can become any snowman because he's a, he's a spirit. So he's going to melt at the uh, end of the year, and then the next year his son's going to build another snowman, and it's going to so, be his dad again. So he's know? like Dead Man yeah, from DC Comics. Uh, nice. Nice. Thank you. Okay. So, I forgot about Dead Man. That's a, that's a good idea. So I would say um, I would say John McClane would melt him with a flamethrower, yeah. and while his <laughs> spirit may return on the next Christmas Eve, he will lose the fight today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He so would. Every, and every Christmas, McLean comes back and's like, uh-uh. <laughs> waiting on you. No, no, I have a flamethrower. Snow, snow, snow. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yippee-ki-yay, snowy... F- no. <laughs> All right, so John McLean moves on. And for the next, the next round, we have... Um, Eddie from Christmas Vacation versus the Bumble from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm giving the that Bumble to the Bumble. I would give that them, to the right? Bumble. Yeah, I would think. I don't see how Eddie could survive fighting the Bumble. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, <let's laughs> Bumble's the Bumble's bounce. Bumble. <laughs> Does anybody disagree with that? I, I, no. so in my head, I'm, I'm seeing it's, it's playing out like the scene in um, uh, The Empire Strikes Back where he's in there with the snow. <laughs> <laughs> like he's on Hoth. And, Cousin uh, Eddie. Cousin Eddie stands up and turns around. No, they have to cut Cousin Eddie open and hide inside his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Not the scene I was thinking of, but there was too. Actually, the scene I'm thinking of is from the original King Kong, where Kong just stomps a dude into the ground. Oh my god! Or from the King Kong, where he just uh, he pulls the lady out of the out of the building and then just drops oh, her. Oh, you're not the <laughs> yeah. one. You're not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he could just pick up cousin A, just kind of look at him, and then just drop him. He's okay. All right. Heat Miser versus John McClane. Ooh. Hmm. That's I'm a bulletproof good fight. <laughs> I, I, I would say he's probably bulletproof. Yeah. Giant skin bulletproof. Now, uh, the... That's a good fight. Yeah. When, when bullets come out, they are hot. Heat Miser controls heat. And also, well, uh, bullets are lead. Lead has a relatively low melting point. So they may just turn into, like, 
paintballs when they hit Miser. Uh, or lead magical creatures are especially susceptible to lead. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's iron. That's iron. Or silver. Silver. Yeah, which are um, relatively light compared to lead. Yeah. I would... You guys... It's a good fight. I feel like we need to craft a scenario on this one. This could, could, could in theory, go either way. Can the heat miser, like, shoot heat beams and stuff? I'm not remembering that. Okay. He makes summer happen. (laughs) So. Yeah. Gotcha. He's essentially the sun. He never wants to see a day that's under 60 degrees. (laughs) Yeah. Um. And and he picks up a he is it a thermometer or does he pick up a piece of metal at some point and it melts in his hand? Yes. Am I remembering that correctly? Something yeah. He said I know he has what, a thermometer, but I think everything that I touch starts to melt starts in, to my melt clutch. in my clutch. So I'm too much. Doom doom doom. So can John McClane kill him while staying out of his grasp? Because if Heat Miser gets his hands on John McClane, Heat Miser wins, well, right? He doesn't. He doesn't even have to get his hands on him. He can shoot like heat beams, like like mm-hmm. Superman's like heat vision, except from his hands. I think. Uh, I think John McClane would do some damage, and I don't think John McClane would be killed, or even necessarily incapacitated. But he's not going to be close enough to do anything. He's not. There's nothing that he can do to the heat miser. Yeah, I don't think. I agree. Like, I, I I mean I think basically the timer will, will run out because John McClane won't die. He'll keep avoiding the blast, but he's you know he's definitely on the losing end of this battle. Also, heat miser has all those little minions, and all they have to do is obstruct McClane long enough for miser to get close. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, yeah, that'd actually be really funny. Like all these little guys just crawling up and just holding them down. Like, yeah, <laughs> and we don't know if they're hot as hell too. So it may just be they, like you know, they are hot. They're not as hot as Heatmiser. And still, it, it probably doesn't feel good to have one hump in your leg. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so so Heatmiser goes on to the final round, and we have. Um, <laughs> Heat Miser versus the Bumble oh. from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Ooh. Hmm. You have no so idea have. what sort of uh, thermal capacity the Bumble has. The ultimate heat and the ultimate cool. That's a tough one. It, it, it was always going to end this way. Yeah. <laughs> you think? <laughs> And you know what? I, I got to say, every time we've done Sci Fighters, by the time we get to the to the end, it's usually pretty clear which one is going to win. But this one's this one's pretty even, I think. Well, again, <laughs> I'm no Bumble expert. I'm no Bumbleologist. <laughs> uh, but. Heat Miser has ranged attacks and little fighters. Like, (laughs) even if he is a powerful, abominable snowman, I don't see how he can... Well, but the thing is, the Bumble fell off a huge-ass cliff and bounced. So... I'd say it's relatively indestructible. I think this... And also, I think that 
Joe's figures and the folks that you were, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see Joe has a, we've been laughing because Joe has a heat miser. Of course he does. And a bumble. Uh, and they're a, about the same size. The bumble's a little bit taller. And I think that's actually to scale. I think that would be almost to scale what this would look like. And I think that the bumble would be able to touch heat miser. It would probably do some damage, but it wouldn't like give him burn so badly that he would. I, can, you know, die or whatever. I'm inclined to think this might be a draw. Mm, because it's always a draw with the heat miser and the snow miser. Yeah, yeah. He's not they're in, they're in, they're in a constant battle. Ice powers. He's just right. That's what I'm saying. He's just a snowman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's big old a, teeth. He's the missing yeah, link of a guy. He doesn't have like ice hands or anything. They're just regular, yeah. abominable snowman hands. You know, regular. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, whatever's yeah, normal for a standard everyday <laughs> abominable snowman. And technically speaking, uh, I mean the the uh, heat miser is a. I mean, he p- puts on clothes. He is not an animalistic creature. He's he speaks. He has a, I guess, a home and a. <laughs> He has minions. I guess so. <laughs> I, I guess he, he yeah. He I mean, beverages, he, sure. Yeah, you know, he has, he pays rent. He has. He <laughs> eats sandwiches every day. He <laughs> likes to eat cereal. He, he puts his pants on. He puts his snow pants on, one leg at a time. Like <laughs> All right, so we have to take a vote because somebody has to win. So let's take a vote. Virginia, what do you say? I got to give it to the heat miser. Okay. Rick? I thinking about it, I think that the Bumble can probably take a lot more punishment than anyone up till now, but barring enough information to know what sort of thermal resistance a Bumble has, uh, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, the heat miser pro- is just, is just going to edge it out. Yeah. All right, Joe, what about you? I got to go heat miser. All right. Well, that's three for heat miser. So that's a, uh... So Heat Miser wins. I want to vote. Ter- Go ahead, John. <laughs> Your I vote doesn't vote. matter. <laughs> I vote for the Heat Miser. <laughs> okay. Heat Miser still wins, and that means that the Easter Bunny won the bet, and uh, all of the all of the stockings this year are going to be filled with boiled eggs. Works for me. Now I want to I want to I want to tell you some of the uh, I want to tell you the other matches because I had. I had 20 matches that I put together, and just to save time, I only did a few of them. So I want to tell you some of the other ones, and if you want to stop and and talk about them for a, a quick second before we end the show, we'll do that. So um, on the human side, I had uh, Clark Griswold versus George Bailey from oh, It's Griswold a Wonderful Life. Bailey's <laughs> ass so hard. <laughs> yeah, because Griswold Clark always has a moment in every vacation movie where he just completely loses it. <laughs> And that would be it for for uh, George. Yeah, um, Bailey was just like Bailey was just like I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> yeah. never I'm gonna oh, jump Clark, off this bridge. Oh, Clark has to do, wait, <laughs> just, oh, Clark has to do it. Just stay back. I lost eight thousand dollars. I'm gonna jump off this bridge. Um, it's pretty bad that you end your life over eight thousand dollars. Well, uh, back then it was a lot. Yeah, now. it was a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, Howard Langston from Jingle All the Way, which was the character that Arnold Schwarzenegger played, 
versus Larry Phillips from Jingle All the Way 2, which was the part that Larry the Cable Guy played. So it's Arnold versus Larry the Cable Guy. I just want to see Larry the Cable Guy get his ass kicked, so I'm going with Arnold. <laughs> uh, Charlie Calvin from The Santa Claus versus Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Ooh. Never saw The Santa Claus. Wait, who from The Santa Claus? Charlie Calvin, the little boy, the son, versus Ralphie from The Christmas Story. I'm going to say yeah, gonna Ralphie because he's got that uh, Red Ranger. I can't say the whole thing, yeah. but he's got, he's got a gun. Carbine like action, Red Ryder BB gun with the uh, compass yes. in the stock. He's gonna yeah. shoot that kid's eye. And this yeah. thing, and for some reason he kept saying this thing, which tells time. Yeah, that's a clock, <laughs> kid. Okay, Marcus Skidmore from Bad Santa, which was the little guy, uh, versus Miles Finch from Elf, which was the li- the little guy. Um, Miles. My- oh, that- Marcus. Marcus would play dirty. Yeah, yeah, Peter Dinklage. Uh, Marcus would play a lot dirtier uh, yeah. than Miles would. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, <laughs> Deadpool from Once Upon a Deadpool versus Batman from Batman Returns. <laughs> oh, okay. You got him Once Upon a Deadpool as a Christmas Okay. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> All right. Deadpool wins. <laughs> And on the creature side, I had uh, Yukon Cornelius from Rudolph versus Jack Skellington from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, Cornelius would just shoot Skellington to pieces. <laughs> he's got that. He's got he's that got ice pick. Well, yeah, he, he, did, he did have a gun. He did have a gun. A gun wouldn't that. stop Jack Skellington though, because it he, would. He, well, he could break. Like you said, you don't have to kill him to win the fight. But he's. You just shoot him into pieces. He <laughs> can take his. He can take his ice pick. He can take his ice pick and. Because he, he he gets shot at in the movie and he just he he avoids the bullets. Does he? Okay, I believe you. I only saw it once when it was in theaters. So there's I'm, I'm, I'm that that brand of heretic who really wasn't all that impressed with the Nightmare Before Christmas. It wasn't bad. I just I just I don't get everybody freaking out about it. I just <laughs> I never I never have been that crazy about it myself either. But I enjoyed it very much. Uh, from Santa from Santa Claus is coming to town. Burger Meister Meister Burger <laughs> versus Stripe from Gremlins. Ooh, Stripe. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be yeah. Burger Meister try to legislate his way out of it. And Stripe you know, I just care. noticed that you had a Yukon Cornelius thing as you were putting it away. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's you, got the whole you, set. He's got the whole just set. Just so freaking awesome. <laughs> uh, Clarence Oddbody from It's a Wonderful Life versus. The Ghost of Christmas Present from Scrooged. Oh, Carol King would kick his ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the windmill punch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, grab a toaster. <laughs> Snoopy from uh, Peanuts Christmas Special versus Rizzo from The Muppets uh, Christmas Carol. They would just go smoke a bowl and, and not fight. Yeah, probably. <laughs> And then the last one that I had was uh, Krampus from Krampus versus Edward Scissorhands. Ooh. And there's our Krampus. Ooh, that's a good one. You know who Krampus is, though, right? I've never seen the Krampus movie, but I I know of the Krampus legend. Well, yeah, I know. Like, I don't know how gruesome he is in the movie, though. That's that's why I'm... It was a horror film, so... Gotta be pretty... Lots of blood. Blood everywhere. (laughs) 
Krampus. Assuming someone has Krampus. I think Scissorhands would take it. I mean, Why? he has built-in weapons. <laughs> I, Does he have claws? He's a construct, and we don't know that it's that he's killable. Whereas yeah. Krampus is is you know it, it's a demon thing, but well, we don't know if it's killable either. So I think I think this is a legendary be creature. Blood everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would try, keep, keep. It would be the most gruesome. To stuff. It keep trying to stuff uh, Edward Scissorhands in the bag, but Edward Scissorhands would keep chopping his way out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's All right. it. I want to. I want to put a question out there. Not not part of the the thing, but uh, uh, Santa Claus from the Christmas Chronicles versus any other Santa Claus. I haven't seen the oh, Christmas Chronicles. I mean, I know I've seen the I've seen the trailer. I know it's Kurt Russell, right? So it's, tough guy, yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah, you've seen it, haven't you? I've seen it. It was good. Yeah. You know, all right. I enjoyed right. I don't like Christmas movies, which is why I haven't seen two thirds of what we've talked about tonight. The Christmas Chronicles kicks ass, and they're doing. Have you heard they're doing a second one? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Goldie Hawn is Mrs. Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Great. She she's she's going to play a bigger part in it this time. I. Whoever thought to cast Chris Russell, Kurt Russell, Chris Russell, Kurt, Kurt Russell as Santa Claus was a genius. <laughs> so good. There's yeah. a new uh, there's a new Christmas special on Christmas movie on uh, Netflix uh, called Klaus, I think. It yeah. Animated. It's it's actually it's really good. It's, it's okay. a trailer for it. I've not yet seen that one. It was enjoyable. Good family fare. Cuckoo. Next year, we'll pit characters from all these Hallmark Christmas movies against one another. You'll be the only one who's seen them. And every no, I don't watch them. And just no. everyone falls in love with each other. So I was yeah. thinking about doing a uh, instead of science versus fiction, doing a, a Hallmark Christmas movie. Is this a real? Oh my god, that would be a real TV be movie. Because uh, with, with a uh, uh, having a teenage daughter, I've seen far too many, <laughs> and they that or, or maybe I've just seen one over and over again. They're I, all the same movie. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like yeah. I couldn't make up a plot because they all have that plot. I it, it's it's, it's some it's some woman that just got a, a promotion at her jo- at her big city job, but. For some reason, she has to go back to the small town that she grew up in, and she falls in love with her ex-boyfriend from back home. And, Even though he's just a milkman now. Yeah. Right. And there's <laughs> there's a child there that that, that gets because into it's trouble. Because 2019, but they still have people delivering milk. And there and there's a mysterious old person that gives them some advice, and then uh, yeah. she decides she yeah, decides that, that and instead of taking. She decides instead of going back into her multi-million dollar a year job, she's going to stay there and bake bread for a living, mm-hmm. or make candles or something. You know. I had to explain Milkman to my daughter not too long ago, and she just <laughs> didn't get it. <laughs> the concept of Milkman. <laughs> he was a man that brought us milk. Why did he? I, All you right. Know, I had. I always forget about this when I I grew. You know, I was a kid in Connecticut. I didn't grow up in Connecticut. We left when I was twelve, but. We had uh, the 
the metal box on the on the front stoop that were milk deliveries that maybe they don't even exist anymore. It was just a, 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 um, a aluminum or, or steel box with a hinged lid that the milkman would put the bottles in outside, and it was it had styrofoam inside. We still had a milkman when I was a, a kid in Vincent, but. Now we have to go to the goddamn Wawa and get a milk and get a bottle of milk. <laughs> well, in, in well, Colette, you don't no, have to go. Not people will still bring you milk if you, if you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just order yeah, totally. it. Yeah. Do now it on it's your all app. come back around. Now with now with shit. Freshmilk.com. Like that, they get, they'll bring your milk. Download the app and you can get whatever you want yeah. delivered. The, the day I yeah. saw the sign well, at McDonald's said Uber Eats. <laughs> knew that human civilization was doomed. I need a gallon of milk, a, a pound of jelly beans, and some ammunition, and I need milk it right now. And they and bring it to your house. And a pound of butter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for this episode, and that does it for 2019. So I want to thank everybody who's been listening for joining us for another great year of episodes. I know we didn't release as many episodes this year as I wanted to, but hopefully there will be more. Uh, more episodes coming in, in 2020. And nice thank nice. you to all of my co-hosts for joining me on this episode and every other episode that you take part in. So, Virginia, thank you very much for being here tonight. Thank you for having me. Let everybody know where they can find you. Um, you can find me right here on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. I do a podcast with my boyfriend, Shane, where we talk about movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen called Wait, You've Never Seen. All right. And John, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. You can hear me on Captain Game Show, also here on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network, CosmicPotatoNetwork.com. Well done, right. sir. Yes. Yeah, thanks. Well, um, it, was, it was just the Virginia's gulp that made <laughs> Yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> I appreciated it. Just living life to the fullest. Yeah, try it. Um, Trivia Wordplay Podcast, CosmicPotato.com, Captain Game Show. Joe, thank you, thank you for being here, sir. <laughs> Pass the mic over there. Uh, th- thank you. I absolutely love coming on and doing stuff with you guys. You guys are awesome. I uh, thank you also for uh, for taking my sci-fiers thing that I do live at conventions and putting it out on the interwebs. I would like to uh, invite you guys. The last time we did Sci-Fighters live in person was at Dragon Con this year, and it was an all-Nicolas Cage tournament. (laughs) It was a cage fight. It was Uh, a cage fight, and that's that's been collected onto a podcast, and I'll send uh, the link. You can uh, attach it with uh, the post of this, but it 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 got weird like instantly. <laughs> it ended up at, at, at one point. The, at one point, Nicholas Cage from Face Off took the face of Nicholas Cage from <laughs> National Treasure and put it on his face. <laughs> and that's that's not the weirdest thing that happened. So <laughs> it was a delight. Again, I'll you got to listen. It was amazing. But um uh. All year long, um, we do fun stuff at facebook.com slash groups slash American Sci-Fi Classics. 
We're on Instagram at Sci-Fi Classic Track. So you guys go there and um, enjoy. Yes, you will enjoy. <laughs> or else. Have you you heard that uh, Alabama Comic Con this year that Sean Astin's going to be there? Oh yes. We were at uh we were at the Chinese restaurant tonight and on our way out there was a poster on the window that said Sean Astin was gonna be there and I told my wife I was like Yeah, but if I went and I met Sean Astin I would be so nerdy that he would he would not talk to me because I would I would just I would just look at him and I would say I don't mean to, Mr. Frodo. I don't mean to and he would be like Yeah, yeah, that's a line that I did. I did that line. Or it just every time you walk by his table, you just start going, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. So basically what, what, what he's saying. Uh, Mental what, note, never come to Alabama again. Never come to Alabama. Or, or just talk about Stranger Things and that's it. Hey, remember yeah. when you died in Stranger Things? <laughs> that was horrifying. What else you did, but you died in that. That was cool. <laughs> when you dead, just laying there. I have a friend who who just did a movie with him, and uh, apparently she went. She would. She was like really nervous, and finally she went up to him and she says, "I don't want to be a sound like a nerd," but he was like, "You are a nerd." And then they spent like two hours talking politics and shit. So apparently he's like really really relaxed and groovy. So. <laughs> All right, Rick. Thank you for being here. Dude, I don't know why you keep bringing me back, because uh, like I, I misbehave all the time. But uh, I cannot tell you how much I love being a part of the Cosmic Potato Network. Uh, I I love doing your show. I am so honored to have all y'all as friends. Um, I'm not going to plug anything, because by the time this show comes out, most of what I would say will be changed. Um, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> the Infinite Diversity Network is is changing. Um, I will say this. If you're hearing this after January 1st, 2020, look for starbasecommand.net. You guys are the first to hear that uh, that on the air. Um, But I have enjoyed the last, what is it, four or five years? It's almost four. four, It's been four four years. It's been four years. Four years. uh, You know, I was just supposed to be. one podcast that we're on right now. I was just supposed to be a guest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I just sort of put a cot in the basement and never left. And I, <laughs> I I love every time you guys let me come on, and it's a joy knowing all y'all. And folks out there, I hope I'm not too annoying to you, but Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, uh, Happy Hanukkah. What, what what else is in this time period? Uh, uh, Kwanzaa um, and anything. If you're an atheist, uh, Happy December, Day. <laughs> happy, happy life day. day, happy life day, happy Festivus, let Boxing the peace of strength and airing of grievances happen, uh, merry ho ho, etc. And uh, yeah, so I'm done. <laughs> and uh, we're not completely finished because we are next week. We're going to be recording a new episode of the Landing Party, so make sure you check that out. It'll be out before the end of the year. And uh, where can you find it? You can find it by searching for our Facebook group. Uh, searching for Cosmic Potato Network, which, by the way, the website has changed. We're not going to be found at CosmicPotato.com anymore. We are at CosmicPotatoNetwork.com because I wanted the website to encapsulate all of the shows on the network a little better. So 
We're doing that. Find us at CosmicPotatoNetwork.com. If you want to reach us and tell us what you think, good or bad, ask a question, you can email us at CosmicPotatoPod at gmail.com. Or you can send us a voicemail or a text message to area code 205-642-8380. Ooh, get you. CosmicPotato.com now is up for grabs. No, I still own it. I still own it. If you go to CosmicPotato.com, it'll still point to the website. But I'm just saying, there's some things that can be done. <laughs> I still, I still own stranger. it. Stranger, <laughs> might need to hang on to it. So Merry Christmas from all of us at CosmicPotatoNetwork.com and Happy New Year. And be sure to join us in January when we have a lot of things to talk about here on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast. And you might just hear John say, uh, "Yeah, I didn't know this was going to be the last one for the year. I might have made it more impressive, but it's not bad. <clears throat> I want there to be a What If comic where Aunt B." from Andy Griffith and Aunt May from Spider-Man open up a diner and they can call it Aunt Maybes. <laughs> Be sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Send us a voicemail or text message to 205-642-8380. Help the show grow by giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for joining us for Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast.